So we've taken our next step in this infinite journey of enlightenment. A series of events have taken place that has brought us to where we are right now. This is the most important time of our lives. It's in this very moment which exists prior to a thought that we have the potential to be. Being exists in this moment, in this time, and knowing, seeing, feeling, and experiencing all that there is right now. Stay tuned as Ron Ash teaches how to locate our special gift, connect with spirit, and intentionally create our experiences. Do you have a special gift that you'd like to share with the world? Then consider broadcasting your message on BTRN. The Bean Talk Radio Network is local, national, and international broadcasting with powerful programs that enlighten minds and change lives. BTRN hosts are passionate about purpose, motivating listeners to confidently move forward in the direction of their dreams. To host a show on BTRN, call 401-640-GIFT. Become a part of the Bean Talk Radio Network today and contribute to positive change tomorrow. We are BTRN, the Bean Talk Radio Network. Rhode Island Natural Awakenings Magazine is the perfect resource for those seeking a healthy, natural lifestyle. In every free monthly publication, you'll find practical, cutting-edge information on natural health, nutrition, personal growth, green living, creative expression, and more. Find Natural Awakenings wherever free magazines are found. Read it online at rinaturalawakenings.com or call 401-709-2473. Feel good, live simply, laugh more. Rhode Island Natural Awakenings Magazine. Are you interested in promoting yourself, your business, or your platform? If so, you should contact RMA Associates for the most cost-effective ways to promote what you do. RMA has over 25 years of experience helping their clients grow while meeting the challenges of an ever-changing market. Email RMA today at rma.associates at yahoo.com for more information. Again, that's rma.associates at yahoo.com. The best way to predict the future is to create it. The Intuitive Life Coach takes a metaphysical approach to life coaching, identifying root issues, accessing key problems, and formulating a highly effective approach and resolution. Through proven coaching techniques, the Intuitive Life Coach will help you to move confidently in the direction of your dreams. Author, counselor, teacher, Ron Ash is the Intuitive Life Coach. Call 424-777-LAWS or connect online at theintuitivelifecoach.me. On February 20, 2003, a nightclub fire in West Warwick, Rhode Island, claimed 100 lives and injured hundreds of others. Right now, production is underway in a documentary film titled The Station, depicting the events of that night. Rhode Island filmmaker David Betancourt will be telling the story of the fire from the perspective of the people who were most affected by this tragedy. Their personal stories will show what they went through that night and the great strides these individuals took to recover and heal physically and emotionally. The production team is calling on the public to help fund this independently produced feature film. Contributions are being accepted right now through Kickstarter, a public funding platform for film filmmakers and artists. Those who pledge will be awarded gifts for their contributions. You can access the Kickstarter funding site as well as view the film trailer on the official movie site, thestationmovie.com. A portion of the station's proceeds will go towards helping the Station Fire Memorial Foundation achieve their ultimate goal of constructing a permanent memorial on the site of the fire. Again, the website is thestationmovie.com. Now everybody, 
and welcome to Confabulation with Ron Ash and Heather Mardero. We're doing a special report on the lie. Uh, I thought it was fitting to start off with Billy Squire and Stroke Me, because many times uh, you experience people and you go through these things and it feels like they're stroking you. It's like, come on, get real. What are you thinking about? You know, what you did is screwed up. Just come clean with it. Admit it. You know, I want to let it go. Let it go. <laughs> Hello, Heather. Good morning, Ron. Have you had that type of experience before where a person is so adamant about their belief in that they did nothing wrong and they come up with all these justifications for it and they just won't leave you alone? Even when you drop it, they refuse to drop it. And every time you talk, they talk, you're thinking in your head, lie, 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 lie. Oh, my God. And they're really setting themselves up for a huge fall. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I, I didn't want to talk about it, and, and it's funny because about a week and a half ago, I uh, posted some stuff about uh, lies and lying and the different types of lies. And um, wouldn't you know it, I opened up the door because the universe will provide you with cer- situations and circumstances that back up whatever you're putting out there. And sure enough, I uh, actually went to go visit a um, – uh, I'm holding a mortgage for somebody, and I went by there yesterday and, uh, you know, decided to go pick up the check uh, in person and uh, went around back to go look for my snowplow that I was, uh, you know, we closed on the property about a year ago and I told him I'll go, you know, get it uh, uh, right away. And he's like, oh, don't worry about it. You can just keep it here. It's not bothering anybody and this and that. So guess what? Let's, what? let's, let's test your psychic abilities. <laughs> what happened to your snowplow? It is gone. He had sold it. it. Oh, it didn't just run away? It didn't run away. Nope, he sold it. He gave me $100 for a twenty uh, snowplow I paid 2400 for. He said, it was chunk. It was sitting here for five years. Okay, that's where I always kept it. Wow. I, I owned the property up to a year ago. <laughs> What's the difference if it was sitting there or not? It's still my snowplow. I and was... He, he, he never tried to contact you before he sold it and never I talk to him and his wife every month because we have a thing where he's paying me a mortgage on the property that he bought for me. Mhm. So there's no reason not to call. I told him that. I said you could have picked up the phone, called me and said, "Ron, I have somebody interested in the snowplow for X amount of dollars." And if it wasn't the amount of dollars that I wanted, I would have said, "No, I'd rather keep the snowplow." Or at least it's a two- to split the profit for you. Know, they go for a lot more than a hundred dollars, don't they? <laughs> Just saying. I had. I actually decided um, to uh, put it on Craigslist, and I got several takers at uh, five or six hundred dollars for the snowplow. Um, it so is used. Apparently, had, he was caught. He, he was charging you storage fees as well. I don't know what he was doing there, but uh, all he kept saying was, "I was here for five years. It was here for five years." I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> what does that have to do with it? You talk to me every month, but he is so he keeps emailing me. I told him, I said, "Listen, you know, I forgive you. Whatever, it's done. It's done. Let's let it go. I, I, you know, and 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 that's the end of it. I, I don't want to think about it. But he will mm-hmm. not let me." Not think about it. I, I woke up this morning, go on my email. There's emails from trying to justify what he did over and again. Bottom line, you mm-hmm. sold something that wasn't yours, right? You didn't call me to ask me if I agreed on the price that you sold it for. 
doesn't make any sense. You're in the wrong. You know, just admit it. Move on from it. I mean, if you keep yourself in the dark about these things that you've done, you'll never make the corrections, and you'll continue to get a karmic reaction based on those things that you're doing wrong. Is it is it that he's he he's not realizing that he did something wrong, or he's in denial that he did something wrong? He realizes he did something wrong, and he's in denial about it. He just does not want to come clean with himself and admit it. But it doesn't matter, you know. If you did it, you did it. You know, you gotta uh, you know come clean with yourself. Say I did it. I screwed up. Try to make amends, or just you know uh, at least be honest with yourself. Because if you're not honest with yourself about the things that you do in life, it's going to continue to come back and bite you in the you-know-what. You can't even begin to be honest with other people either. Because if you're if your own perception of reality, if you're if you're warping your own perception of reality, how can you, you know? Mm-hmm. So, uh, it makes it difficult to be honest with other people. Yeah, yeah. And, and if you're not honest with yourself and uh, you tell the stories that you've been uh, telling yourself to other people, the other people will turn around and give you advice based on those lies, and guess what happens? You'll always get the wrong advice, and you'll continue to spiral downward. That, people don't really get to know who you are, I think, too. A lot of people a lot of people tell a lot of lies and try and make themselves sound really good, but mm-hmm. while they're telling those lies and trying to make themselves sound good, what they're, people are actually missing is, like, what's really them. Mm-hmm. Things that you know, things that that they would normally say on their own, they they don't because they're too busy saying things that aren't true. Very true, very true. But I think the biggest issue really is you create this alternate reality, and and, and that's what happens everywhere. It happens um, in politics. It happens in the government. It happens in. Um, uh, consumerism in the foods that we buy, in, in the places that we patronize, in, in all of these different things. When we create these justifications, um, we're really kind of covering up the lie. Well, I think I think in a lot of those circumstances too, that, that it's not it's not necessarily that that these people are lying to themselves. I think they're lying to other people to benefit themselves. Mm-hmm. You know. So but it's it kind does of like a, a loss of of mm-hmm. conscience. Yeah, it doesn't okay. benefit themselves because what happens is they kind of get lost in that lie, and they believe it. Thus, I, uh, the term confabulation. I love this term. I'm going to write a book called confabulation. <laughs> the word of the day. I already started it. I started writing a book called Can confabulation. We get a, ah, yeah. Playhouse. Yeah. So, you know, uh, it was actually like last week when I first started posting some stuff about lies long before this even happened. <laughs> this thing, situation with the snowplow happened yesterday. But I, I just happened to, you know, uh, post a couple of thoughts on it and, uh, you know, uh, how uh, dangerous it is and how people get so caught up. And, and over that course of that week, I've had several experiences, you know, uh, including the snowplow. But I had an experience with the uh, uh, – actually, I've co-hosted with her uh, several times on the show, and she's a, a member of the Grand Old Party. She calls herself GOP girl, and she was getting very uh, upset about you know not only Obama getting reelected, but also about um, you know the certain bills getting passed about the taxes and things like that, and what has Obama done, and you know going on and on. And, and I'm thinking, and I'm saying to myself, what this? First of all, this girl has, is is jobless. She's not even close to making four hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year. <laughs> Right. <laughs> to even worry about this stuff. What's happening is, and this is what happens with so many people 
us included, and many times we've fallen prey to it. We hear something, we feel it's a reliable source, and we adopt it as truth. And then after we, we preach Absolutely. it so many times, what happens? You know, we, we're just Everybody believes it. They, you get such a biased, segmented, partial version of the truth, and a lot of people are so busy in their daily lives, like going to work. They wake up, they take a shower, brush their teeth, eat breakfast, go to work, come home, eat dinner, watch some TV, and go to bed. Mm-hmm. And they do the same thing, usually a lot of people, Monday through Saturday, and they get Sunday off, and the last thing they want to do is consume themselves with with investigating things or mm-hmm. doing their own research or finding out what's going on in the world around them because they're so consumed with their immediate world around them. It just It's like suffocates out their life and and they get like really biased views and they'll go off at the mouth uh, about things that they only know one side of or Mm -hmm. even less than one side like a quarter and they'll make decisions and judgments and it it happens a lot they'll become a mouthpiece for a cause that is really uh, a non-cause. It's based on a lie. It's based on a misinformation. Misinformation mm-hmm. is very Or they very end up standing up for flagrant. people that they, they wouldn't necessarily should they have known the whole truth. Mm-hmm. Very true, very true. It's it's odd because, you know, we're on uh, Internet radio, we're on AM radio, and uh, AM radio is predominantly a mouthpiece for the Republican Party and their agenda, and it's a corporate agenda. Oh. I actually heard something interesting about the Republican Party the other day, um, that, that there was 30 out of the Republican Party that voted against um, Sandy assistance mm-hmm. and helping out the people out there. A lot of their homes have been demolished. They're wiped out. They're, the people have nowhere to go. They're, it's winter. They're cold. Mm-hmm. Um, they're having a hard time getting supplies and a lot of people think that when these natural disasters happen and occur in your home that the government or FEMA just come in and no. make everything better and put a Band-Aid on it. And on it, that's not what happens. And in a lot of cases, um, I was living in Springfield when the tornado hit last year. Mm-hmm. There were elderly, I remember that, yeah. Yeah, there were elderly people who <clears throat> their yards were completely covered by trees and debris and what the the state and the government had done was they gave them a week, two weeks, three weeks of allotted time to clean up their yard. Um, what happened was a lot of insurance companies didn't cover, like, tornado damage and mm-hmm. yard cleanup. They, they would cover immediate damage to your house, but not your yard. And the contractors were coming out because there was... Such such a huge amount of damage. Contractors are coming out and charging some people like ten to fifteen thousand dollars to clean mm-hmm. up their yard. Well, what happened would happen is if they don't have that ten to fifteen thousand dollars to clean up, the the state will come by and condemn their house and kick them out. Yeah. Nobody. It, it's it's the private groups of people that were going out and and helping these elderly people who were incapable and didn't have the financial means to 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 dig their way out of their own yard. It's a wake-up call for a lot of people, and I had gone through it in the past back in uh, 2001, 6-11-2001. 
actually, mm-hmm. believe it or not. Three months before 9-11-2001, I had a major catastrophe in my uh, commercial building that housed my business, which was my principal income source. I hired a contractor. They went up there on the roof. Um, I informed them that there was going to be torrential rains, and uh, they assured me that you know they were bonded insured, and the roof was well covered. Um, you know, with the uh, you know a tarp or whatever, so the water wouldn't be a uh, problem for me. And uh, lo and behold, it did rain, and the building flooded. And uh, I called the contractor to come, and they called my insurance company, and the insurance company told them not that they weren't going to pay anything. No, that happens a lot, and there's been there's been a lot of um, natural disasters that have happened all around the country that it leaves people, families, everything they've worked for their entire lives completely mm-hmm. destitute. And you contribute, people talk about their taxes, you contribute your taxes into this government every month. And, and you think that, that when these things happen to you as a United States citizen, that at the very least, I mean, from from what I was hearing, FEMA um, over in, uh, in Sandy and all along the shore, they, in order to house these people, they set up big white tents. Mm-hmm. And I was reading some accounts that some people they they had a cot and a blanket. Mm-hmm. Um, the the lights they had big overhead lights and the lights were on 24 hours a day. A lot of cases they weren't allowed to use their cell phones. The the wind mm-hmm. would be blowing slush in their face while they're sleeping on a cot in a tent. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, we have all these open um, apartment buildings and stuff that are, are away from the shore. And had everybody worked to get together, I'm sure we could have given these people, you know, a couple of months in in an apartment that that wasn't being immediately rented out, you know. Mm-hmm. Instead of putting them, they they had already been traumatized. Can you imagine how traumatic it is to have to watch your house in in pieces, oh. to not even be able to find like the things you care about. Or you know things you've saved and and or collected your whole life, mm-hmm. all gone in a yeah. day, and then they're supposed to just pick up like like nothing happened and and keep moving. Mm-hmm. It, it, there's definitely some like recovery time. Like you have to get over the shock. There's some recovery time needed there, and and I think a lot of people are are misinformed and they think you know. They don't hear about it every day, so it it it, it just lapses their mind, and they don't think about well, it. Well, it's, it, it's not in the media. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they the don't hear about it. The mainstream media is run by the corporations. Guess what? An insurance company is in a corporation. They're in it for profit, and this is not a profitable proposition for them. No. No, not at all. If anything, it's more profitable to take the houses, wipe out the shore, and then mm-hmm. rebuild whatever they want, right? Yeah, exactly, because a lot of these homes have been here for, uh, you know, uh, decades upon decades, handed down from generation to generation to get that shore uh, property and to be able to build uh, hotels and uh, condominiums and things like that, that it's quite advantageous to their uh, coalition, to their constituents, rather. (laughs) I'm not... I mean, I'm not. I'm not necessarily saying that everybody, everybody involved in FEMA or you know government assistance that should be out there helping people is necessarily negligent. Mm-hmm. Um, what I think is a lot of times they're not giving given the resources or the information to help appropriately. Where mm-hmm. you have appropriately, like, that's the key. <laughs> 
you had they were actually turning away supplies um the the red cross told mm-hmm. people to stop sending things these people these people are still living out there in tents mm-hmm. um if you look up the occupy sandy movement you have a group of people um who are portrayed in the media as not having jobs and and being feeling self entitled or mm-hmm. entitled by the government and you have these people who are dedicating their time and a portion of their lives to go out there and and actually help these people. I know I was reading stories at one point. There was a snowstorm right after Hurricane Sandy. Um, FEMA closed its doors. The Red Cross left shop. Mm-hmm. This was only a couple days after after the hurricane, mm-hmm. and um, the Occupy Sandy people they were still there. They were still operating and helping these people, giving them. They were charging cell phones because that's a big problem when you have a natural disaster. Is mm-hmm. your only source of communication is your cell phone, and when you don't have power and you know you're not going to have power for a long time, a lot of people have family all across the country. You know, and and they worry about them, especially when you hear about events like that. And the Occupy people, they have these bike, pedal bike generators, and they were pedaling to charge cell phone batteries, and people would take shifts. Mm-hmm. And they were donating food. There, I heard of um, a few cases where the Occupy Sandy people were feeding FEMA workers. Mm-hmm. You know, and and these people are supposed to be the heroes, right? Yeah. I mean, you they portray the Occupy people as lazy, entitled, um, worthless, opinionated people, but really, when it comes down to it, the fact of the matter is, is that they did what they couldn't, and they were there when they weren't. The scary thing is that we are relatively unprepared for these types of situations. We're so accustomed to them not happening in the US that we we have no plan. There's no organized plan of action. Or there's plans but there's plans but not not everybody knows or there there are plans and they sound great in theory but when it mm-hmm. actually all happens it all it all goes down. It doesn't go down according to plan. But what really in life goes according to plan, you know? You, very little. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard, especially to plan for a disaster like that. But I mm-hmm. do think I, I. I don't think you can plan for a disaster. But I do think that you can plan for the after effects accordingly. You mm-hmm. can know that you know. Okay, we're expecting so many people to be displaced. I'm pretty sure they still have trailers in the south from Hurricane Katrina. Yeah, many of those they never used. They were just sitting exactly. there. I remember a story why, about why, that. Why are these people in tents? It's winter up here. It doesn't make there's, any sense. It, it, it's been no. below freezing. We've had the coldest week, uh, you know, I, I could say of the year, but we haven't even had a week of the year, of the year yet. But you know, probably of, of the past, you know, 365 days, it, it, it's been, you know, in the sing, in the single digits. I'm sure, and I'm sure there's some people out there, um, ex- especially sometimes the elderly, who've spent um, a, a large portion of their lifetime in homes that are reluctant to leave. Mm-hmm. They're waiting for hope to come, and they yeah. stay in their homes, and there's mold growing now, or it, it, they're freezing, and they spend the night bundled up, and they're waiting for the hero <laughs> and that never shows up. Um, you know, it, it happened to me, as I said, and uh, do you know how long it took before I got a penny from the insurance company? A couple of years, maybe, <laughs> if Guess you're again. lucky. Yes, again. <laughs> no? How long? Seven years. Wow. 
And listen to this. Listen to this. The commercial building that I owned was an SBA loan, right? That housed my business, which was my principal income source. The city had condemned the building, just as you said. <laughs> would happen. So I couldn't run my business. I couldn't pay for my building. It was an SBA loan. SBA loans are attached to your primary residence. If I right. couldn't operate my business, I couldn't pay the mortgage on the commercial building, I would lose my home. Yeah, it happens. And then, like I said, these people who, who portray themselves in the media, who mm-hmm. as heroes were going to come save you, Yeah. Um. They never come, and if anything, they become the villain mm-hmm. because instead of helping these people, they give them more to worry about. They they take they take their homes, their most prized possessions. Mm-hmm. They you know confiscated things they've dedicated their lives to. Gone. Very true. That. It's a difficult pill to swallow. Yes, seven years. I had to, uh, you know, get everything together myself. Um, you know, basically get out the building, uh, get everything up to code, uh, and and you know try to get open again. And it was a struggle, and it was difficult. And I used to drive to work every day with my hands on the steering wheel, shaking, because I had inventory that was destroyed and unpaid for. I had and how do you even I, another another thing too is after you've had it all taken away from you like that what gives you the motivation to try it again? Yeah. A lot of these people you know are traumatized, mm-hmm. utterly traumatized, and and like like I said they pay their taxes, they they listen to the stories of of the emergency plans they they're waiting for that hero to show up. Very true. So we're going to talk about some various lies today, and, and, and some of them are the commercials that we see, and, and, and many of them are from the insurance companies, which give us that uh, warm, gushy feeling inside when we <laughs> sign the paperwork and we feel You're safe. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh huh. And then we find out later what the hands were really doing, as Billy Squire said in his song "Stroke Me," and. We we have a whole different perspective uh, on life and, and what is really security and, and who is really going to be there for us. Um, there are a number of lies. We actually posted it on our Facebook page if you want to check it out. It's uh, facebook.com forward slash mybtrn. has a picture of Pinocchio there, but there are many different kinds of bad faith, uh, bare-faced lie, big lie, bluffing, bullshit. If you've experienced any of that, I'm sure you all have. <laughs> <laughs> we could say that, huh? Uh, I don't know. And the list goes on. The list goes on. So uh, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with more Confabulation with Ron Ash and Heather Mardero right after these messages. Hold tight. I'm 
interested in promoting yourself, your business, or your platform? If so, you should contact RMA Associates for the most cost-effective ways to promote what you do. RMA has over 25 years of experience helping their clients grow while meeting the challenges of an ever-changing market. Email RMA today at rma.associates at yahoo.com for more information. Again, that's rma.associates at yahoo.com. The best way to predict the future is to create it. The Intuitive Life Coach takes a metaphysical approach to life coaching, identifying root issues, accessing key problems, and formulating a highly effective approach and resolution. Through proven coaching techniques, the Intuitive Life Coach will help you to move confidently in the direction of your dreams. Author, counselor, teacher, Ron Ash is the Intuitive Life Coach. Call 424-777-LAWS or connect online at theintuitivelifecoach.me. Benchmark Properties says, why pay your landlord's mortgage? Interest rates are low. Now's the time to buy. Benchmark Properties has the answers you've been looking for and knows the best way to sell in today's market. Whether you want to buy, sell, or explore alternatives to foreclosure, the Benchmark team of qualified professionals can help. Call 401-861-2777 for a free consultation and market analysis on your property. Visit Benchmark Properties online at benchmark-sells.com. Looking for the best choice in appliance sales and services? Danny's Appliance Sales and Services has what you're looking for. Whether you choose a new or recycled appliance, Danny's Appliance Sales and Services strives to reduce waste and save energy. Keep your appliances in your kitchen and out of the landfill. Danny's Appliance Sales and Services professionals are experts in appliance repair and know how to save you money. Before you make your next appliance decision, call Danny's Appliance Sales and Services at 401-351-0510. Danny's Appliance Sales and Services, 263 Academy Avenue, Providence, Rhode Island. Looking for your next vehicle? Look to Gemini Auto Sales and Service. They have everything you need to purchase, finance, and maintain your next quality pre-owned vehicle. Gemini takes the guessing out of finding the right vehicle at the best price because all of Gemini's vehicles are priced to sell far below like vehicles within a 50-mile radius of their two convenient locations. Gemini's staff of ASE certified mechanics buy, sell, and service every vehicle on the lot. Quality vehicles, unsurpassed service, and guaranteed financing. Gemini Auto Sales and Service, 401-228-8686, or visit Gemini Sales Service. Mark Analik serves as a full channel, a perpetual conduit linking earthbound souls with those residing in spirit. Learn the significance of life lessons while revealing your life's purpose and step into your magnificence through the abilities of Mark Analik. Fridays at 12 p.m. Eastern on the Being Talk Radio Network. Realize your highest truth through the assistance of Mark Analik. 954-647-0914. MarkAnalik at gmail.com. Looking for your next vehicle? Look to Gemini Auto Sales and Service. They have everything you need to purchase, finance, and maintain your next quality pre-owned vehicle. Gemini takes the guessing out of finding the right vehicle at the best price because all of Gemini's vehicles are priced to sell far below like vehicles within a 50-mile radius of their two convenient locations. Gemini staff of ASE certified mechanics buy, sell, and service every vehicle on the lot. Quality vehicles, unsurpassed service, and guaranteed financing. Gemini Auto Sales and Service, 401-228-8686, or visit Gemini Sales Service.
Welcome back. We are discussing confabulation. Uh, I'm Ron Ash, and we have uh, Heather Mardero joining us today, talking about lies, the many uh, different types of lies. That was Aldo Nova with Fantasy, uh, ACDC, for those about to rock, preceding uh, that tune. Um, interesting stuff. Confabulation. Uh, you know, it's a, it's actually a lie. Uh, you don't know you're lying. You just heard something and you start to believe it and you become a proponent uh, for whatever that is and you become a mouthpiece for it and telling other people and it just spreads rather uh, rapidly. Very dangerous, very scary stuff, Heather. Absolutely. I um, While we were on break again, I got into the chat room. It's not letting me say anything. Yeah, but, but you have to I sign can, up. I can, See what's what's being said. All right. A little. Yeah, somebody mentioned about the uh, uh, Mitt Romney appearance. Very upsetting to her. Mm-hmm. At Sandy, you know, and, and it was very obvious he, he felt like he was running for office. Let's uh, show that I care, and he just kind of popped in with his. Are, are you talking about the appearance at Walmart where he spent five thousand dollars of his campaign money to buy a bunch of supplies, canned goods? When at the time, actually, the Red Cross and FEMA weren't accepting canned goods. For some reason, I don't know why, mm-hmm. they were sending them back. But he showed up in front of Walmart. It was like a press event, and he spent $5,000 on of his own contributions. And he had people who were coming, coming out of the store who mm-hmm. didn't really have anything to contribute. He would give them something out of what he had bought and take a picture with them, donating a can, and... Uh, uh, and send them on their way. So the the same can probably got donated a good ten, fifteen times, I think. <laughs> I don't know. It, it, it's ridiculous, but uh, you know, it, it, I'm going to read the uh, definition of confabulation if I can I think, find I, it. Here. As far as Mitt Romney, I'm I'm not really biased um, mm-hmm. as far as one party or another. Um, as as long as. The person running has a good message, and, mm-hmm. and it's not just a message that I, it's something I can believe that they stand for. I'm I'm all for it. The problem I had with Mitt Romney, and I have I have my own pro- issues with Obama as well. Mm-hmm. But the problem that I had with Mitt Romney initially was he lost me when I found out he wore magic underwear. Okay, I have no I, I idea. You're what is that? To everyone, <laughs> everyone's entitled what to believe magic? as you see what fit. What the heck is magic underwear? Um, he's Mormon, and according to his Mormon beliefs, um, okay. they have they, their magic underwear. It's it looks kind of like how you would imagine um, underwear from like the 1800s okay. that come up to your neck, and they kind of look like like shorts almost. Okay. And they wear them 24 hours a day. Um, they wear them under their night clothes. They wear them during the day. Um, some people are are believe it so much that when they take a shower they'll actually take the garment off but they'll hold it out of the shower curtain in their hand and Uh the belief behind Uh this garment is um that it makes the things that you believe in the things that you say come true well okay so it's kind of a a, a confabulation Yes, and I'm not. Yeah. I'm not knocking what he believes. I mean, I, I, I am the first one. I, anyone is entitled to believe as they see fit. Um, mm-hmm. I'm a big believer in keep keep your imaginary friends to yourself. Everyone can have them. <laughs> <laughs> we can all have an imaginary I'd like friend. I'd to introduce That's fine. you to my imaginary. They don't need friend. to bicker. <laughs> you, you know. Um, but uh, he, I, I do think that when when you have beliefs like that, it, it makes me question mm-hmm. um, um, how 
gullible and and easily you you will fall into and believe things. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of where he lost my interest. So, confabulation is characterized as an honest lie. Um, a verbal statement or statements or actions that inaccurately describe history, background, and uh, present situations. There is typically no intent to deceive, and the individual is unaware that the information is false. And, and this is true about many of the things that we've believed over the course of our lifetime, starting with what our parents have taught us. I think I think not just our lifetime. I think um, there's there's been beliefs that people have had for for centuries, for generations that aren't aren't true and that I think that we as a people now have, have progressed greatly that a lot of these beliefs that people have should be invalid. Uh, like people people who are persecuted because they're homosexual. I think now we've come we've come far enough and progressed as as human beings that we should understand mm-hmm. that that people are born that way. Yeah, it's not you know, and there's nothing wrong with it. It happens. It happens throughout, throughout nature, through several different species. There's nothing wrong, and it's not really anybody's place to judge another. It, mm-hmm. it falls back on the. We can all have our own imaginary friends. We can all have our own thoughts, but it doesn't. We have no place to obligate other people to those thoughts or to mm-hmm. judge them because they. Everybody sees the world differently. We have no place judging them um, because they don't see things as as we do. Mm-hmm. Very true. You know, you know, we talk about lies. We talk about advertising. We talk about uh, commercialization. Uh, many people, you know, go to the market and they buy certain things, and there are these little sayings on the boxes that says lowers helps lower cholesterol or does a, a plethora of other uh, uh, great things for you. But uh, in fact. It may cause some other issue that's not related to the uh, uh, cholesterol or whatever is advertised on the package. And it goes into many of the foods that we believe are very good for us. And, you know, I I thought and I was taught, um, you know, from a young age that, you know, a couple of tuna fish sandwiches on wheat bread for lunch, very good for you. Oh, yeah. Eat your fruits and vegetables, too. That's That's another... Another one I've, I've heard is very good for Guess you. Guess what? It's supposed to be. Guess what? I went. I went to the doctor. I had high cholesterol. The the uh, ratio was fine, but the number was up. Um, I uh, was offered the opportunity to go on medication or to go see a nutritionist. I took the uh, second choice, sat with the nutritionist, went over what I ate, and it turned out that those two tuna fish sandwiches a day on wheat bread were probably the worst thing for me because of the mayonnaise. Oh, the mayonnaise. (laughs) You lost me at mayonnaise. What happened to your mayonnaise? (laughs) Yeah, it was was no good for me in the tuna. I was mixing the tuna fish with, uh, you know, a good amount of mayonnaise, and that was contributing greatly to the cholesterol issue. But this was something that I was taught at a young age that this was good for my lunch. It was good for me. You know, just um, one of those things. And if it went unchecked, it could have created, you know, even um, more issues. And a lot of the stuff that we think is healthy that we look at is not healthy at all. And a lot of the food is being produced in ways that are detrimental to our survival. Absolutely. Um, I've read a couple interesting facts about our food 
recently. One is that the fish, um, Mm -hmm. some of the fish that we're receiving is coming from Japan, which has a certain level of radioactivity. Mm -hmm. The the amount allowed by the Japanese government, I think, is like 100, I don't know if it's grams or I I forget the specific word, Um, but we'll say grams. It's Mm -hmm. it's 100 grams of radiation um, where in the United States that's allowable in in their food, in their fish. In the United States, it's 1,000 grams. So what they're doing is sending their radioactive fish to us to eat. And I also read um, recently this um, on December 7th, um, Russia banned... um, the import of meat from beef and pork from the United States because the meat contains um, a product called ractopamine. See, if you can't pronounce it, it can't be good for you. It's not good. (laughs) Ractopamine. um, And what it does is it it, um, lessens the amount of fat that is produced by the animal and and it increases the amount the amount of meat. It's said to have um, bad side effects on your cardiovascular system, and in some cases can cause food poisoning. Mm-hmm. Um, there's 160 countries, including Russia and China, that that the has bans and laws and regulations against the United States meat. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of bans and regulations we should have on our food that we don't. Okay, like, we, we GMOs, have. I've, I've read are, are terrible for you, and we can't even get them labeled here. And and there's six, I think, 61 other countries that have they are either banned or out, um, they're labeled. They have different laws and and stuff concerning them. Because when you actually read up on them, it's kind of horrifying. Because um, you you find out that you're actually eating pesticide. Mm-hmm. Fluoride in the water. There's another good lie. That's good for us. They tell you fluoride is good for you. That protects our teeth from cavities and and tooth decay. You brush your teeth. Yes, absolutely. Fluoride's good for you. It's not. What fluoride does, um, in a lot of cases, it it calcifies your pituitary gland, Hmm. um, which is the center of your brain. It's. They say it's. It's the the one of the most hardest working organs in your body, besides your heart. And it calcifies it to the point um, there's a lot of doctors when they do brain scans on you to find out if you have a brain tumor, they'll look for the calcified pituitary gland to be off-center. Mm-hmm. And that's because you've just make Kool-Aid for your kids, right? Yeah. It's, it's good for them. It's not. Well, I don't think Kool-Aid's good for the kids anyway. <laughs> well, <laughs> every kid's but, had Kool-Aid. Yeah, there there are a lot of things, though, that we do use the tap water, uh, you know, t- to mix into, you know, powdery. Uh, and your Brita yeah. filter, the, the those filters don't get rid of it. I think the only, I've read the, one of the only ways to get the fluoride out of your water is through distillation. Mm-hmm. Now, what about... The, the bottled water is is the bottled water safe? Now they're saying things about I've, plastics in the bottled water. That yeah, that's... I've read um, that the clear plastic actually um, puts a chemical into the bottled water that is a carcinogen. It causes cancer. Um, but I've read that the frosted bottles. I, I'm not. I'll have to do a little more research. Um, uh-huh. But I've heard that the frosted bottles are much better for you. Or if you could use a reusable bottle. Um, that's a fantastic idea as well. Wow. 
a lot, yeah, a lot of people, how many people have cases of clear plastic bottles in their homes? And you figure between, I was reading um, Monsanto, well, that's a whole other long subject. I guess we only have a few more minutes, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, you, they, we have, we have, there's a lot of things in our food that you're, you would think are good for you and that you feed your children and, when you look into it, you really do some simple, it, it really is simple research. Um, you just have to have the motivation to go and look for yourself um, that, that you probably wouldn't be eating or drinking. So what uh, what steps can we take? I mean, really, what can we do to, uh, you know, uh, correct this issue? You know, we talked about a few different issues on the program today, but what, what types of things can we do um, as a community to really, uh, you know, to make these things right? I think on a large part you got to you have to step outside of your own box and try to be aware of what's going on around you and and not just the information that's fed to you. You have to have a genuine concern for yourself and your own well-being and that of of your children and and the world that they're coming into. Um you have to be proactive. Go online and and do some genuine research. Um, and if there's a problem and, and you find something you don't like, uh, find a petition. And there was there was actually um, in California um, there was legislation proposed. It, it was called um, Number 37, which was for labeling of GMOs. And I really encourage people to go online and, and look at Monsanto and GMOs and what they're ingesting because the, it's pretty much in everything you eat in the corn syrup in everything it, it's it's really hard to escape and mm-hmm. i think the first steps to making what we eat healthier is to change the legislation because that's really what it all comes down to is is the the people who are supposed to be regulating this you know mm-hmm. um Heather and I are starting a uh, new show called Take Action if you'd like to support that show you can go to the website what's the uh, website uh, Heather for which one? <laughs> I think I've started a few. Um, All right. There's, there's um, liveabravelife.com. And okay. I'm not sure if that's up. Or it's under construction. Uh, I have a friend working on that. And what I want that to do is uh, when we discuss topics, mm-hmm. I'd like people to be able to go online. And sometimes it's hard to find petitions or mm-hmm. figure out which which legislator to contact to go about making making change um, because it's not going to happen un- unless you say something or do something. Um, so I think I think that it's it's really important. I just lost track of what I was saying. I'm sorry. It's important to have a place where you can go there and find where out you, you know go, where to find yeah, these things. And and it puts it at your fingertips if you have a concern. Um, like GMOs in your food, and you would like that mm-hmm. labeled, I'd like a pay, uh, link on this site that'll take you to legislators that you can write letters to or call their office, mm-hmm. um, petitions that you can sign and share. Um, educate your friends, because a, a lot of these things you don't see on the news. Um, Fox and CNN, your nightly news with mm-hmm. um, Diane Sawyer or whoever you decide to watch. I've watched things that happen in the news that that are that are big that that should be like the main report and mm. and then I watch the nightly news and they're telling me about some drug sniffing beagle in New Jersey airport you know um so you really you really have to be motivated for yourself and I think the best thing we can do is educate each other 
I, I mean, it, it, yeah, absolutely, because you know the, the same principles hold true as uh, when we hear something and it's uh, hearsay, and we kind of like pass it along. But mm-hmm. it's uh, really detrimental to our own being. You know, if we can uh, get the information, get the uh, uh, the truth, and, and be able to educate, you know, our fellow citizens of this great world of ours, then we, we can make it a better place. We have to stand up for each other because I, I think it's it's become clear and apparent, um, like what's going on with Sandy and what's what's being put in our food. Um, if we don't stand up for each other, no one's going to stand up for us. Mm-hmm. Very true. All right, and if you'd like to uh, connect with us and learn more about the uh, new show, Take Action, you can uh, connect at mybtrn.com. That's mybtrn.com. This has been a special report from the Being Talk Radio Network, Confabulation, with myself, Ron Ash, and Heather Mardero. We'll see you on the radio real soon. Thank you. Promoting yourself, your business, or your platform? If so, you should contact RMA Associates for the most cost-effective ways to promote what you do. RMA has over 25 years of experience helping their clients grow while meeting the challenges of an ever-changing market. Email RMA today at rma.associates at yahoo.com for more information. Again, that's rma.associates at yahoo.com. Do you have a special gift that you'd like to share with the world? Then consider broadcasting your message on BTRN. The Bean Talk Radio Network is local, national, and international broadcasting with powerful programs that enlighten minds and change lives. 
BTRN hosts are passionate about purpose, motivating listeners to confidently move forward in the direction of their dreams. To host a show on BTRN, call 401-640-GIFT. Become a part of the Bean Talk Radio Network today and contribute to positive change tomorrow. We are BTRN, the Bean Talk Radio Network. Benchmark Property says, why pay your landlord's mortgage? Interest rates are low. Now's the time to buy. Benchmark Properties has the answers you've been looking for and knows the best way to sell in today's market. Whether you want to buy, sell, or explore alternatives to foreclosure, the Benchmark team of qualified professionals can help. Call 401-861-2777 for a free consultation and market analysis on your property. Visit Benchmark Properties online at benchmark-sells.com. Looking for the best choice in appliance sales and services? Danny's Appliance Sales and Services has what you're looking for. Whether you choose a new or recycled appliance, Danny's Appliance Sales and Services strives to reduce waste and save energy. Keep your appliances in your kitchen and out of the landfill. Danny's Appliance Sales and Services professionals are experts in appliance repair and know how to save you money. Before you make your next appliance decision, call Danny's Appliance Sales and Services at 401-351-0510. Danny's Appliance Sales and Services, 263 Academy Avenue, Providence, Rhode Island. True knowledge evokes wisdom. Wisdom is knowledge in practice. Selective knowledge facilitates error. In spirit is truth. Darshini and Spirit will help you find the answers you seek. Darshini Sees. Internationally renowned clairvoyant and spiritual guide Darshini has a refreshingly honest and candid style that contributes greatly to her ability to counsel, heal, and guide. Motivational speaker, author, teacher. Experience Darshini and Spirit at 714-348-9994. Visit darshini-inspirit.com. Reach out and communicate with your loved ones on earth and in spirit via Diane Gian Lorenzo. Join Diane Gian Lorenzo, spirit communicator for humans and animals, Wednesdays at 11 a.m. Eastern on the Bean Talk Radio Network. Accurate, therapeutic, healing. Call Diane Gian Lorenzo, pet psychic, at 386-308-1356 or visit dianegianlorenzo.com. 